Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Inspired Action Life Podcast. I'm your host, Karen Baldridge, and once again, I have kind of been out of uh, commission here for a little while, and I wouldn't say necessarily out of commission as much as just sort of laying low because I'm in what you might call like seed planting mode, or I was in seed planting mode, but now I'm in harvest mode, and so many new things have popped up, and I just thought I would jump on here for just a, hopefully a short episode, but you know, I get going sometimes, and more things uh, just kind of drop out of my mouth, and there you go. I start to tell you uh, more stories and more insights and more details than maybe I initially planned to, but um, the reason I felt like I wanted to hop on here today was to talk about the message of, and I think I did another podcast on this topic, but here's an update. Um, Just do it scared. That is the message, is to just do it scared. Because I'm going to tell you, with action comes clarity. And I, for one, know this firsthand. You know, for, as some of you may know who have followed my podcast, I have started from the very beginning of kind of part-time stay-home mom, part-time career mom, and then moving over to more of a contract position where I do contract work for other companies, whether it was marketing or copywriting and public relations and things like that, just so I could have the best of both worlds and feel like I was um, living to my full purpose at that time, which was mom. Being mom was a real top priority for me. It was a... um, uh, a non-negotiable. I, I had to do anything I had to do to be able to stay home with my kids and be able to kind of keep my toe in the water of a career so that way when my time as full-time mom wrapped up, I would have something to pivot to. So I always went, you know, above and beyond trying to, to keep my my foot in the, in the door of trying to um, – have somewhat of a some career <laughs> once things were were finished with me being mom at home to kids who need me and then they started to slowly transition to teenage year and then they started to drive and then one by one they are starting to leave and now here I am I have my very last child my baby who is going to be graduating she is a senior in high school and will be graduating in May and now I am left as, dun, 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 the empty nester. So that has been looming large in my soul for probably a couple years now. Ever since my first one left, actually, it started to become very real to me that I had better start really getting serious about crafting what my life will look like going forward once they go because my activities were whatever their activities were. And my friends were whoever their mom's friends. You know, they were my friends, their moms, their friends' moms, I should say. Or whoever they were on, whatever team they were on, whether it was basketball or baseball. 
um, you know, you get close with the teen moms. And so those were always my friends. Well, those moms are also going to be going their separate ways because some of their kids are going to be playing in college, and they will then become friends with those teen moms and things like that. So, you know, life goes on and things change. And while you can still have a friendship with a lot of the same women that you did, um, it becomes a little harder to coordinate schedules. So I, I, that reality, and it seems like a small thing, but, it, but those of you who have walked this way before, you understand that it's not a small thing. It's actually quite a big thing. Like, who are my people? Who are my tribe? What am I going to do with my time? What interests me? What are my hobbies? What gets me excited? What, like, lights me up and just gets me so, like, jazzed, like, in the morning when I get up? And what do I want to do at night? When I plan my things at night, besides doing things with my husband, which, of course, is always a given and and fun in its own right, there's just something fun about adventures either alone or with a group of like-minded women going on adventures that are girls' night out, from from girls' night outs all the way to what would it be like if we went on like a retreat or something like that. So that has always intrigued me, and especially more so these last three years, but how do you make that happen? Where do you just pull that out of thin air? That doesn't just materialize. I mean, that's kind of like crazy, crazy stuff, you know, so... How do you create a life that includes that? And by the way, that's not like super typical for a suburban mom like me. Um, no one's really always talking on about going on these big adventures and quests with other girlfriends and especially up to and including a retreat, which is kind of like a spiritual retreat. And I don't mean like a spa retreat. I mean kind of like a woo-woo type retreat, but one that's kind of nice, too, you know, because I always like my bougie vibes, too, so I'm not going to lie about that. I always have an affinity for that, but um, but bougie meets spiritual, and, and that kind of thing has just always just gotten me so, like, oh, dreamy, and I'll see other people on um, Instagram, other influencers or, you know, people that I have followed for the last few years, and they're doing that kind of thing. Um, they may not be moms or in my exact place in life, but they, they do these kind of retreats and, um, you know, do little Instagram reels and things. Some of, and it just absolutely gets me so excited. And I don't know. I'm just really inspired by that. So so I'm thinking a couple years ago, like, what that seems impossible and that seems crazy. And what am I going to do to start this new life? I, it just requires the first right step. Right, so you still, you you have to start somewhere. So I know a lot of you are probably in that same boat where you're thinking, "What's next? I don't even love my career anymore. I just do it because it is a paycheck. So what do I do? What's my next right move? What could I do? What do I even want to do? I mean, what even gets me excited? Because is it even possible to have a job that doesn't feel like a job? Um, a career that doesn't even feel like work. You could just do it for hours and you don't feel like you're working because it's it's like an extension of you. It's like something so exciting that it's part of like your creative process. It's, it's part of something you're so good at that you almost have like a creative genius that goes along with it. Is that even possible or is that only for the lucky few? So, you know, I have been for these last few years setting out to explore this. What would this be? What this 
what would this look like? And some of you have heard my various stops along the way and, and taking these new steps and kind of, you know, jumping in the deep end and going, okay, well, I'm trying this and we'll just, I'll put myself out there for complete humiliation and embarrassment from everybody because I'm now telling everybody what I'm doing on a podcast. So whoever is listening, they're going to be thinking, well, did she do it? Did she succeed or did she fail? You know? So, yeah, but I almost did that on purpose. Well, no, not almost. I did do that on purpose. I put it on a podcast and I put, I, put it out there so that I had to, it held me accountable. I had to do it, right? So you've heard the journey where, you know, I I went from doing all the contract work to, okay, you know, what is what is coaching or like leadership coaching or, you know, some were calling it like life coaching and stuff. I, I couldn't quite line up with the life coaching thing, but because it felt, it still felt a little like, eh. I don't know. Everyone's a coach now, you know. Well, a couple years ago, not everyone was a coach. But now it seems like literally, you know, everybody calls themselves a coach now, whether they have training or not, And which is fine because I felt um, I felt capable to be a coach without my training, too, if I'm being honest. Some people are just bent that way because as I have dove into that whole world, I do find out, like, the different archetypes of people, the different dharmas. Um, Dharma being like your life's purpose, like who you are, your Aikigai. In, in Japanese culture, they call it your Aikigai. It's like what you were born to do. Um, some people are just people that can connect and encourage people just naturally, and it comes easy to them, and can also have um, vision and wisdom and ask good questions and um, challenge people in a way that they come up with their own answers without the coach actually giving advice because that's not technically the role of a coach. And I really fully embrace that. I don't ever want to be the person who goes around giving people advice because then it's not coming truly as um, inspiration or intuition from, you know, from God or the divine or whatever your belief system is, it really is never from God. It's just from another human, which makes it as good as anything else you would say. But only true inspiration comes from God. But getting people to get to that place where they can be open to listen to inspiration, that's what I feel like the role of a coach is. So I took that rather seriously. So once I started to dive in um, and understanding what coaches are, what do they do, how do you get certified, I, you know, there's a thousand different ways you take this. Do you want to be in corporate America? Do you want to be in, you know, one-on-one coaching, um, whatever it is, personal development space, whatever it is. So I just sort of opened myself up to God, inspiration, the universe, and let him guide me. And nothing goes smoother than when he, or when I'm in that place where I'm less functioning, or some would call that your masculine energy, when you just start to knock things off the list. Go, go, go. i got to do this, and i got to do that, and I, what's next? And I've got to very tactical, get out your your list and your spreadsheets and da, 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 you know, and that is a very tactical, ego-driven way to um, to run things and to make decisions and to move the ball down the field, okay? 
and it's very useful. I mean, let's face it, somebody's got to do that, right? But I know for me personally, I never felt completely settled or comfortable with a decision um, until I opened myself up with some would call the divine feminine, meaning the feminine side of decision-making, which is very by feeling, by intuition, by by just a knowing, a prompting, whether it comes in the way of, of a dream or some sort of synchronicity that crosses your path and you go, oh, what? Oh, my gosh. Wow. Okay. I did. I wasn't even expecting that. And all of a sudden, I'm having this aha moment because I read something in a book that had nothing to do with, you know, anything, but it did answer a, a quiet question I had going on in my head. So once I opened myself up to these happenstance things, information started to find me. But when I lock back up and get into my masculine, go, 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 do, 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 I've got to think, 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 be creative, do all this, you know, find out what's next and how do I cover the business end of this and blah, blah, blah. you know, I'll never have the answers. I'll just spin my wheels for hours and hours and a whole week will get away from me because I'm so busy trying to function, 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 and I don't move the ball down the field. As much work and effort and mental stuff that I put into it, it never would move the ball. So that's just, an, again, I told you I'd get down rabbit holes. That was one of the rabbit holes, but I hope you understand that one, that in order to really get in touch with what's next, what's the next right move, I need to take action, great, but what action? Get quiet with yourself and make that connection. Don't go by ego. Definitely don't listen to other people. Do not. Do not listen to me. Do not listen to anybody else who is trying to give you, quote, advice, okay, because that is usually never exactly what your your next right move is, your next personal right move is, okay. It has to come somewhere within your heart. You have to feel that to know that it is, divinely inspired. It's inspired action, thus the name of my podcast. So once I started to open the door to coaching and then started to gently let the river of intuition sort of take me to all the different places that coaching um, that I was supposed to go along the way with coaching, um, starting out probably more in that personal space, one-on-one coaching, and then finding my way and opportunities found me with um with the possibility of corporate coaching, and then a steady opportunity, which I think my last podcast was, you know, mostly how that opportunity found me and how I love it, and it's been so fun, and I still do it because everything about it is perfect for my life where I'm at now. Um, You know, the flexibility has been, like, God-given who I work with, They have all been just a dream crew to be, you know, um, to work with and interact with. I couldn't have written that script any better. And I've just met some of the most amazing people with amazing stories, and all of that has been great. But all the while, this last year or so, um, well, it's been going on longer than a year, pre-pandemic, was always that, remember how I talked about retreats. But I was like, what about retreats? I want to go on a retreat. Well, maybe the way I could go on a retreat is by planning a retreat and being a retreat planner or, like, some something to do with that, like a coordinator. Um, even though I have no, like, you know, formal training in event planning or anything like that, um, I am kind of good at it. I'm not saying that I love the particulars of 
the the you know ticky tacky stuff with event planning because again that gets me more into my masculine and that's not my normal state. I'm a feeling intuit into um intuitive type of person. They call people like that intuits, but um I'm an intuitive type person where I kind of go by feel. I don't always go by my thinking brain or by, you know, information. Well it was written that it's supposed to go this way. Well usually I'm the person who questions whatever is written, right? So I usually question every rule that's out there or every advice, whether it's medical or you know, anything else. I'm I'm that person who goes, Mmm yeah, no, that that something's not right. That does not feel right. That doesn't add up. That doesn't feel logical to me. And I rarely will take things at face value. I don't know why, unless they instantly resonate with me. Okay, so, um, and I'm not saying there's not things that don't instantly resonate. But there's been, especially my intuition has been raised for obvious reasons these last two years where I have questioned everything. And there's been a whole lot of stuff that has not seemed logical to me and something feels off and maybe a little um, deceptive and devious. So there's been a lot of those vibes I've been getting these last two years. So I've gotten really good at kind of listening to to my own intuition. So anyway, um, back to the retreat, you know, I had been thinking, oh, that maybe that's the way I can go. Well, then, of course, the last two years, COVID, whatever, um, hit, whatever, you know, we want to call that whole scandal, um, that hit and that stopped the possibility of, you know, realistic retreats, whether attending or um, uh, coordinating them, because there's really, there was no survival happening in that, in that industry. Um, whether as a participant or a coordinator. So I sort of tabled that, but then last year it really, again, Divine Providence found me. Um, I found somebody on the, on YouTube who, who specifically specializes in retreats and how to plan retreats. And I was thinking, oh, well, maybe, you know, virtual. So she did virtual and thing. And she did a whole workshop and she was offering a full workshop. Well, I have never invested very much money other than my college degree and my training for like coaching, which really wasn't that much training because I didn't go all into like the high level, you know, master coach because I was dabbling. Okay. I was trying to see, is that something I want to do at that time? So I hadn't gone all in with, um, it's really trying to develop myself in, in that area. I just wanted to see if I liked it or if it was something that aligned with me. Um, but this workshop, I, you know, it was a bigger chunk of, of money that I've never just, just without even too much fear, just dove right in. As soon as I heard, I was like, yes. Okay, yes, I am doing, I am going to do this. It was like the perfect fit for the exact information that I was looking to, to learn and glean from somebody else. Who, who has been there and done it herself. So I went to her retreats, and she ran the retreat how she teaches to run retreats, if that makes sense to you. So it's like a full immersion experience. And it was just, oh, my gosh, life-changing. And I did it without much him-haul, 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 you know, as I had been doing it all those other years, sort of him-hawing around. But this, I was 
for sure, absolute for sure that this was what I was supposed to be doing. Um, and I was supposed to have this information, and I was supposed to choose her as my coach um, and mentor in that space. So it was just – I can't believe I did something like that, and I didn't even tell my husband. I just up and did it. I signed up and was like, I'm doing it. Like, this is what I'm doing. And he's like, what? You know, like, what are you doing? And I just – I have no fear about it. So anyway, I went to this retreat. I did – I found all the information. It was like a over, like a long weekend type of retreat, a full immersion experience of how all of this works, and and it was just life changing. And so it was, it resonated so deeply with me. There was nothing about it that didn't hit with me. Um, everything about it hit, and I was like, okay, this is exactly what I'm going to do. Well, that was last May, so exactly a year ago. Like, next week is when I went. And here I am, finally, a year later, and um, on April, what was it? April, like, da-da-da, 11th, or what was that? Um, 12th, April 12th, whatever. I finally did a thing. I finally did something that scared the absolute hell out of me, and I put on my own first event. And it's not really a retreat as in a two-day retreat, but it was an evening trying to put on, um, put together a group of women, like-minded women who are kind of open and positive vibes to be able to cure that little problem for me as a participant and a coordinator, remember, um, of the empty nest thing that that transition thing. Who is going to be my tribe? Who are going to be my people? And since I didn't know for sure, I just basically put a call out to everybody, you know, put on, ask people that I know, and then I put things on Instagram just going, okay, because I feel so aligned with this idea, I know the right people will come. I just have to believe that God will take it from here. I have to do the hard part. I have to put my face behind this. I have to put my credibility behind it. I have to put my pride behind it. I have to put my money behind this and put on an event that will be very like, um, you know, a vibe that they will feel like, oh, this is so fun. It'll feel welcoming and it'll feel exciting and it will the idea is that they will be inspired then to make the changes that they've always wanted because I'm appealing to the people who also were sleepwalking through their life and know that there needs to be something in them, you know, awoken, but they just don't know how to do it. They haven't reached that, that next level of understanding of life um, and connected with themselves and connected with, like, you know, their source and their spirit. They might have, you know, relationship with God, but this is like a different kind of thing. This is a relationship with yourself and God. <laughs> it's kind of both. Um, and so I wanted to put on events that would inspire and do this. And I was like, am I crazy? Again, suburban mom here. This is a little on the woo-woo side. This feels like, what is she trying to do here? Like, it's hard to explain something that doesn't exist, okay? So, like, this is a concept that doesn't technically exist, or at least to my knowledge, it doesn't exist. So as far as I'm concerned, I don't know anybody who's doing it, and I don't know if it exists, so it doesn't exist. I have to make it up as I go, and I freaking did that a couple weeks ago, and it was absolutely the greatest thing I have ever done. 
It was so freaking much fun, and so many good people were there, just open energy, the vibe in the room, and the energy was just crazy off the charts, so much excitement and laughing and interest, and they were all so engaged. It just could not have gone better. But I had so much fear and anxiety around it when I was planning it because I was like, who's going to come to this? They don't, they're not even going to know what the heck this is. I mean, it's like, what kind of a crazy concept? How do you explain something that doesn't exist? You know, I mean, like, think about that. How do you market and explain something that is not even a thing? So, you know, I had to go from the aspect of of positioning it as the pain points. I have to explain the pain points. Are you uninspired? Are you an empty nester and getting anxious of what the next path is for you, what the next chapter is? Are you recently divorced or feeling like you're just checking the box through life and like you're just going to stay the course until it's over, until you die and that's it? Or is there more? Is there another chapter? Is there something else that you were put on this earth to do or to experience and another level of fun and abundance and joy and excitement and magic? Having space for magic, that's a big one for me, is leaving space for magic. Because there is always magic, even in the mundane. There is always magic. And so I truly believe that. I live it. I know it. I see it every single day. And every day feels exciting to me because I know that I have aligned with something that is part of my purpose. And what exactly that will be, you know, going into the future, I don't know. But all I know is that I had set this thing up, this event company up, to, you know, um, hopefully do monthly events. We'll see if it works out that way. I'm going to kind of measure and gauge interest, you know. Um, I have lined up my second event because the first one went so well. We'll see, but I have to put my full trust in God and the inspiration that he has given to me. And one of my favorite taglines is just let it be easy. I feel like he gave me, he like, I lined myself up with with him and his inspiration. I just became a vessel. I let him, I was in receiving mode. I let him pour into me this, this thought, this inspiration, this excitement, and I'm going to let him lead the way from here. It's his job now. He's the one who gave this to me, and I'm going to sit back and just relax. Honestly, I'm going to try every single day to just let it be easy. How can I make this easy? God gave it to me. I'm simply the vessel enacting it. And I'm enjoying it. I'm having so much fun along the way because, again, I get to be a participant. I'm bringing in interesting speakers who do interesting things in their life and have interesting gifts that God gave them. And they're going to share their gifts and demonstrate them for all of us to inspire us and to have a little fun night and hopefully it provides inspiration for some of the people who are just now waking up to the fact that huh I'm really not doing a whole lot with my life right now Um, I wonder if there's more and I've already had feedback this incredible feedback from a lot of the incredible women who are there that this inspired them to 
examine that unexamined part of their life and to possibly make some moves and jump in the deep end and see what happens. Because when you just let go and let God take care of it, I'm telling you, he never fails. It, I mean, he, he shows up. It just takes action and belief that that there is a higher purpose. So so that's my thing, my newest thing that I've done. I'm still working in my corporate coaching job during the day. Love, love, love it. Um, couldn't love that anymore. That's kind of unfolding in new different ways um, as well. And I'm just, I feel like I'm utilizing every single part of my giftings that I know that I've had. And it's it's kind of calling back to all of my experience in the corporate world. And it's kind of tapping into that and using that. And then this other side is tapping into my, um, you know, dormant adventurous side that I never really got to show myself, this side of my life and my existence that I've really never got to explore and and get into a little bit. So I'm so excited about what lies ahead, but I'm just here to encourage you that sometimes you just got to do it, whether you fail or not. What's the worst thing that's going to happen? You fail. Okay. So you fail. All right. But I guarantee you, if it comes from the heart, you're not going to fail. And try very hard to separate out that tactical side of your brain, that ego side that says, do this, 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 and this, and I got to do this and this and all these lessons. I got, oh, my God. You know, no, no, no. If that's the, the vibes you're getting, then you're doing it wrong. Okay? So that's how you know. That's how you know it's not of God or it's not divinely inspired because divinely inspired ideas flow like the river. They feel good. You feel just, ugh. I mean, like you are floating down a beautiful river, calm with light waves, and you feel excited and you don't know why, and all the other parts of your life start to come in to place as well. It's just crazy, like other relationships, because you are finally lining your purpose up with why you're here. And it takes that journey of alignment, and that's kind of what my journey has been, is, you know, on a journey of alignment. And when I am aligned, I will just expect new great things to pop up without me even knowing they're coming. I will just believe it will be there. I will become what it is that I want instead of worrying, well, will I get it or not? Oh, God, am I going to get out of here? No, I'm not worrying that way. That's not how my brain's going to work on anything anymore. So it's so liberating and so freeing and exciting every day is exciting because I have no idea because once you're in alignment, anything can happen. Like, it just oh, so many things that happen. I'll tell you about another little great thing that's happened on another podcast. But um, it's freaking awesome. And it's something I've been winning for about 15 years, and I've got it. So I just, dang, I'm just blessed living um, this great abundant life right now. And just loving how it's going and believing that there is more to come, even though this world has been crazy and insane, which used to really bum me out, uh, you know, just all the, you know, oh, got to do this, okay, they said do this, okay, do this, do this, do this, okay, well, they said I got to do that, so I got to do that, and this is what they told me, so this must be true, and blah, 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 and I, I just couldn't. I had to detach from from all of that and really attach myself to only divinely led wisdom and not listen to one man on this earth. And I don't mean man as in male, man as in a human. So, 
um, I stopped listening to humans and just started to only listen to God, and things opened up like nobody's business. So I would recommend that to you. Stop listening to everybody else. Um, who's trying to tell you what to do and what to worry about and what to be scared of and all the things that are, you know, going to be the problems. Well, the problem is, you know, and you're going to have this, this and this issue happen to you. They want to prophesy fear over you and prophesy difficulty and, and sickness and everything else. Do not, do not listen to them. Put yourself on a fast from advice, anybody's advice, my advice, nobody's advice. You listen to the spirit as God is talking to you, whether you think it's God, universe, um, whatever you think that is, I would just advise you and really just get real cozy and just be quiet and listen. You will not believe the world that will open up to you. It's kind of crazy. I'm loving it right now, so I will try so hard to get back onto the podcast to kind of give you more motivation and inspiration about some of the things that I have gone through, um, because once you go through it, you can talk about it and teach it a little bit. And I don't mean to teach as much as just inspire. Like, hey, it's possible. Give it a try. So that's where we're at, and I hope you enjoyed this episode, and again, I will try Oh, much harder to be more consistent and to keep you updated and inspired, more importantly. So go love your life, enjoy your life, figure out who you are and where you're supposed to be and what you're supposed to be doing, and a whole new matrix opens up to you. I promise you it's crazy, but it's awesome. Have a good one. All right, take care, everyone.